If you like the podcast, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at What Happens in the Crypt. We're also on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Hey there, werewolves, zombies, writers, and pizza delivery boys. Welcome to another mini-sode of What Happens in the Crypt. Today we're just doing a brief review, a little chat about the new movie on Shudder called Scare Me. This is a project by writer, director, and actor Josh Rubin. He actually plays Fred in the movie, and I did not realize I this. I didn't know that till just this moment. Which is funny, because in the movie, he addresses himself as writer, director, actor. Because it's him. Because it actually <laughs> is him. So just a really quick synopsis of this one. Uh, there's a power outage, and two strangers tell scary stories um, just to like pass the time. And they are both writers, and they met each other on a jog, blah, blah, blah. But it's pretty... It's pretty funny. Is it normal for writers to just rent cabins and be secluded for a while? Yeah, it's some sort of... Um, trope? Trope. <laughs> oh, never heard it's of like that one. Stigma. stigma. <laughs> you know, that stigma about writers and renting cabins. What I really liked about this movie, though, is it pretty much just focuses directly on the actor's face while they tell the story. And there's, like, minimal sound effects. And there's a little bit of, like sneaky graphics or like makeup snuck in there and it's just really i thought it was really fun to watch at the beginning they're each in their like separate cabins but when there's a major power outage fanny who's aya cash's character comes to fred's cabin and that's kind of like how this whole thing starts is that there's nothing else to do they can't really be writing because you know 2020 laptops it's macbooks only macbooks only (laughs) (laughs) so they need their wi-fi they need all their stuff So they're just trying to find a way to pass the time. And they're both writers, so they should be able to come up with stories on the spot. Mm -hmm. There's also this interesting dynamic that's going on this whole time where Fanny's character is already like a renowned writer. And Fred has yet to publish anything. He's just kind of just starting off. He's trying to come up with his first big story. Yeah, and I mean, this is probably the thing about the movie I didn't really like was how over the top her being, like, cocky <laughs> was is not very realistic. I don't know. It kind of feels like it is. I mean, that part is a little bit annoying. It was, like, meant to be funny and edgy, but it was just kind of like, okay, stop interrupting him. <laughs> like, you're not that much better, Fanny. Yeah, but there are a lot of times where he is kind of... Because he's feeding off of her, though, I think. Yeah, but he's also like, well, you're the one who knows exactly. You start because you're the professional. Mm-hmm. And the director, actor, Josh Rubin, that plays Fred, has, like, the best facial expressions. He yeah. has the most gigantic mouth of, like, any person. There's a part where he's, like, being a gremlin or, like, a troll. What is he? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a part where he's Ugh, a troll. His mouth. He, like, opens his eyes as wide as possible. His creepy mouth. It's so weird. Yeah, he. That's like the biggest part of this movie is because it doesn't do any cutaways. It's not like cutaway to an actual like CG troll or a cutaway to a, like a werewolf or a zombie scene. It's it never leaves the cabin, which 
I remember when we first started this movie, I was like, how is this not going to get old? Like, I feel like when I first started, I was like, man, they're going to ruin it or it's going to be too long. I think that we should add a little disclaimer that we were a little drunk and we were also in a cabin at the time. So I think we were really like, we were primed and ready to watch this movie. (laughs) But I was also primed and ready to not like it. Because I am, you know me, I'm not easy to please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just mean, if anyone's going to watch a movie where two people tell each other scary stories in a cabin, it's two people that are in a cabin and drinking heavily. That's all. Well, they that's that's, that's the, what they did in the movie. And that's, and that's what, what we, we were doing. Whoa. Crazy. <laughs> a great moment that kind of adds a new life to the movie and breaks it all up is the addition of the pizza delivery guy and this dude is great uh he is played by chris red do you know him from something else you said that so confidently i don't know who i he was is. on imdb <laughs> oh he's in vampires vs. the bronx oh we just which watched we that. also just watched hmm. i enjoyed that movie maybe another mini sub i don't know we'll see what happens mm-hmm. but um yeah, it was a fun movie. But anyways, this pizza delivery driver is also he's like a hor- he's like a movie buff. He loves horror movies. He loves scary stories. He knows Fanny's book. Yeah, and it's hilarious. He shows up and he's like Fanny's like, "Let's do some cocaine." And he's like, "All right." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just such like and I think that's also what kind of kept the movie going was they had both told a story and it was getting long and then it was like, "Okay, now he's a part of this and he's a part of the story." And it gets really silly. It's definitely it's definitely a specific kind of movie. As the story progresses, you can tell that the characters are getting a little more comfortable with each other, but at the same time, maybe they're kind of, the way to put it is like they're letting their wor- the the not so great part of themselves show. Fred talks about how he has like a restraining order. Yeah, he starts to get very creepy. Yeah, like his his ex-girlfriend has a restraining order against him, but also Fanny's character, she's not great either. She's kind of like starting to get, as you said, it's kind of like her downfall and not like you don't like it so much, but she's kind of arrogant at times. Egomaniac. She's like, yeah, I am the better writer. And she does give him a lot of like condescending tips even at the beginning you can tell fred's character is kind of out of his element or he doesn't really know what he's doing when they first start off he's kind of just making up the story as he goes he hasn't really written anything yeah and it's the dumbest most like generic like werewolves killed this boy's whole family now he wants to get revenge as an adult yeah and he's calling himself writer and that was that was that's literally all he has and there's a cool moment where the two, him and Fanny, are building up this story and, like, flushing it out. That part is pretty, like, cool to see. And that's when he, like, is acting as a werewolf. And that's another part where his big mouth comes into play and it's so great. And there's, like, a quick little bit where his hand is, like, it looks like it's transformed. Yeah, I loved those little bits where they did that. Oh, yeah, because then there's also the stuff where it shows, like, a shadow. Like, his Mm -hmm. shadow is a werewolf while he's acting. Yeah. And he does, he has a lot of great voices. Mm -hmm. He's, like, I almost want to say he should be a voice actor, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So without going into too much detail, the ending of this is kind of great. 
Yeah, so we meet this, like, obnoxious Uber driver in the very beginning uh, who, like, comes full circle into the ending. If you haven't watched the... If you haven't watched the movie, don't listen to this. Towards the end of the night, it's, like, super late. It's it's getting to be morning almost. it's, like, 4 a.m. or something. Yeah, and Fred is... You can tell he's kind of frustrated with everything and how he's not a success and his life isn't so great right now and... There's even hinted other, like, jealousy that he has because Fanny's much younger than him. He finds Fanny's notebook and realizes she's been taking notes about the stories they've been telling each other all night, and he kind of feels like she's stealing them from him. But more importantly, that she is taking notes on him. Mm -hmm. And Fred does not like this, and he... I feel like at first, he didn't mean anything by it, but he's holding a fire poker. Right. And I don't even think he realized that he had grabbed it. I think he's drunk, too. They're drunk and high at Mm -hmm. this point. But she is immediately very threatened. Also, at this point, the pizza delivery guy has left. Mm -hmm. Like, he's not just watching this whole thing. Yeah. So he's running towards her, and he falls on the fire poker. And she doesn't do a damn thing about it. She just leaves. Well, he basically, like, he asks her to kill him, and it's this whole weird dramatic thing. And she doesn't, and he just bleeds out. And in the morning, the Uber driver, Bettany? Bettany returns. And she finds the notebook that was left. She finds the notebook that was left there, and then it shows that she has become a famous author after the fact, because she's written her own book of short stories. From the stories that they have, uh, from the short stories that they had, like, come up with that night. It's a pretty... I want. I don't. I didn't want to say. I almost just said it's a pretty like. Uh, I almost said good ending or ha- not happy ending because <laughs> it's very like the ending. The ending scene where he's chasing her is pretty upsetting. Mm-hmm. So like it. I don't know. How would you? What? I don't even. I don't even know how to say what kind of ending it is. I think it's like weirdly satisfying. It's unique. Yeah. It's kind of how the whole movie is. Yeah, it is. It is a very unique movie. Like if somebody was telling me this like concept, I probably would have said, "Eh, it's yeah. probably not the movie for me." I don't know, <laughs> but it was a nice surprise. We highly recommend that you check it out. But yeah, make sure you have Shutter, mm-hmm. especially during the spooky season. Yep, that's now. Due to some uh, HBO Max. <laughs> difficulties we probably will not be doing a lovecraft country episode Mm. this week we got logged out of our account that someone logged in a long time ago (laughs) we actually don't know whose it was or what the password is so my our hearts are broken right now and we are gonna try to figure that out hopefully it was a little devastating it was a you called me it was a phone call worthy oh it was very phone call worthy (laughs) my heart was broken and so We'll be figuring that out soon, hopefully, and hopefully not having to pay $15 a month for it. Actually, I don't know how much, like, the Hulu plug-in, whatever is worth, but we'll figure it out and do one very soon, because I really want to watch that show, mm-hmm. especially now that we're talking about it. And don't forget to check out uh, our episode uh, that's coming out Tuesday, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm.